on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Outriders and Destiny and Valheim, oh my. Mega is a go this Friday. DLC for Gates of Oblivion is coming our way. Much merriment for Map Knights, huzzah! <laughs> and so Rain and Tajora are here to talk to us about AIE and World of Warcraft. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 362 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Ioctas gaming community. The die has been podcast. Wow. Words are hard. Had to do it. This is Tetsumi. Wow. To my left is Mewcow. Greetings, guildies, and I wish I had Zod's energy right now. <laughs> and to my right is Makoa. Hey guys, there are lemon bars and snickerdoodles in the guild kitchen for Kenny's birthday, which is tomorrow. If you see her online or offline or on Twitter or wherever, wish her a happy birthday. Stumble across her, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this week we are joined by special guests Cyrene and Gajora, who are here to talk to us about AIE and the world of Warcraft. Welcome! Hello, hello. All right. That was so... the wrong button. Okay. <laughs> I, I, went to, I went to hit unmute and I hit screen share. That did not work out so well. Yeah, that wasn't actually what we were That's going for. It's better than hey, disconnect. I've done that. Here, let me share my screen. Click, dial tone. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's go around the room and see what everyone has been up to in or out of game. I know, Sai, let's go ahead and start with you because it's mostly been out of game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I haven't been in game very much. I I log into raid and and oh my gosh, um. So I've been working. I got a, my new job. Like very long hours. Like I actually worked today. I worked yesterday. I worked Friday. Oh yeah, it's been crazy, but I like it. I like doing my job. So, um, scouts. Oh, my daughter made a star rank last week. Congrats! Hey, congrats. so she's working on. Uh, Getting there. Life, right? No, Life wait, sorry, I'm thinking boy. Yes. No, no, it is. She's in Boy Scouts. So she's got Life coming up next, and then on hopefully, hopefully, it'll be Eagle Scout. We'll see. So that'll be hmm. kind of cool. Um, I guess the biggest thing that's happened in the past, I don't know, I don't even remember the last time I was on here, uh, um, is that uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I actually don't have a bandage on my nose because. Yay! I had surgery and had the basal cell cancer removed, and they did a full skin graft. So awesome! All healing up, and it looks really good. So they said Very they got cool. it all. It's all exciting. So woo! Yeah, that's great. And then uh, I've been going back to the gym, trying to lose weight, so I can actually, you know, go hiking at summer camp this year. We'll see what. Happens. Uh, yeah, that's a good goal. Eh. Come visit me. I'll take you hiking. I know you go hiking like every morning. I see the pictures uh, on Facebook. I try. <laughs> no, well, we have a family vacation planned in November. Hopefully, uh, we're going to take a cruise. <gasps> yeah, it goes to uh, Mexico and Honduras, I think. Oh, so neat! Hopefully, cool. the cruise line is open in November still. Yep. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think next year might be road trips. We keep promising. Sporks mom to visit. She's in Montana. His uh, dad is actually um, in Santa Fe. Oh, nice. So, yeah, maybe we can make a big loop <laughs> a around loop. the uh, exactly yeah, something like that. Hopefully, come, one of these come days. Drive down through <laughs> Dallas on your way to Santa Fe. Come see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to the Southwest. I'm going to have to go through Dallas because I'm going to have to stop and see you. And then my brother's in Austin, so I'm going to have to stop and see him. Well, and then I'm going to have to go west to Santa Fe. And then I'm going to have to go to Phoenix. I will take and you then, to Phoenix. And, and then we're going to have to go through Colorado to visit OMF and um, Old Man Frank's. It's just going to be like one giant. Yeah. I AIU think we make trip. them come down here. Uh, well, I don't think the AIU Roadshow. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he road trip. Exactly. I wonder if I can get my boss to build me like a little camper van type thing. There you go. go. 
put some graphics on the side AIE. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right. Gee, what have you been up to? Uh, worked and played pretty hard. I think I finally found the balance of work and life in COVID times. And then, of course, my governor decided, oh, let's open up the state, which I'm not going to touch. We're not even going to go there. Yeah. yeah. Yep, there. yep. Walk away from that one. But finally, yeah. I think I finally found that balance. So um, I'm able to to put work aside. But in-game, finally got ahead of the curve with Better Late Than Never. Right. Uh, Sire nice. Demathrios and Hero is an incredible fight. And I <laughs> hope everyone enjoys it when they get there if you're in WoW. Um, still walking away with, or still walking through with DOA. Still walking through with uh, Filthy Casuals, too. It's good to see that group of degenerates is still managing <laughs> to kill things. <laughs> And then, of course, uh, New Braid finally uh, shifted gears. Well, we can talk more about it later, but New Braid shifted gears, and it's been a blast going into normal with them, even though the occasional boss kicks us in the teeth. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of the experience. idea of New Braid, though. Yeah, as big as those rooms seem, with 30 people in there, I can't imagine. <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah. I mean, we have enough trouble uh, with, everywhere. what, 15 Mew? 10, 12 mm-hmm. to 15. And I'm like... Yeah, this was designed for 20. This was actually designed for 20. You had 10 extra people. It's like, how how much blood is in you people? Why is it all <laughs> over the place? Yeah. Shrieking with 30. Clean up the raids. Yeah, shrieking yep. with 30 people was just wall to wall goop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's, right. I've been, been cooking yeah. along. Cool. All right, what about you, McCullough? I roll dice. Mm. I like dice. Actually, I don't physically roll dice. I roll virtual dice. But, you know, it's kind of hard to, ro- to roll dice in person right now. So, um, let's see. Last Sunday, we um, in our game that we play with some of the furters. Furters? Yeah, furters. Um, we got out of the dungeon. Um, Tut... Ben and never dealt with a displacer beast while um, Mulgra and I dealt with a giant frog because yeah, that was being psionically controlled by a druid because yeah, we split the party. Yep. But well, the problem was we intelligently like, split the party. Yeah. Well, you know, we had like, you know, three people who had been brainwashed and the evil druid as, you know, NPCs along with us that we're getting out of there. So we couldn't just all go wandering through searching for this plant. So three people went to that and the rest of us stayed back with, you know, our charges. So we split the party. Um, But we got what we needed. Everyone defeated their monsters. Uh, We did some really great maneuvers, actually. Um, Everyone kind of used their abilities. um, Different ways of using their abilities, which was a lot of fun. Um, and we're finally to the end of this. Um, we're doing Sunless Citadel, so we're to the end of this uh, end of this little adventure. And then we don't know what's going to happen yet, if we're going to continue on or what, what's going to happen. But we're pretty excited for that. Um, Call of Cthulhu. I mean, okay, it's Call of Cthulhu. No one died, which is always a good thing and <laughs> very surprising. Um, but we were searching this house um, because we realized this in this town where all these people were just dying. The mayor hadn't been seen. It's like, hey, let's go check out his house. Um, we, you know, do some light B&E. Um, we hear something in the basement. It sounds like oh, metal. Yeah, yeah. We go down there. Um, it's the mayor's daughter that have been afflicted by, you know, something, probably a curse. We're, we still need to figure out exactly what this thing is. Um, vampiric thing. And let's see. We left with like six out of 40 hit points between us. Ouch. But we still walked away. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Um, some of us a little more um, insane than before because, you know, that's the point of Call of Cthulhu. Um, and then in, I almost said SOTOR, our Star Wars game <laughs> yesterday, um, which takes place, um, seven ABY. Yeah. Seven ABY. Uh, we were sent to a formerly Imperial medical facility that was a hidden, like a hidden medical facility. No one knew it was there. 
um, to retrieve some data. And uh, we found out, you know, that was they were doing experiments on non-humans, like a, a biomedical bomb that affects only non-humans because it's imperial. So, you know, yeah. that's what they're going to do. Um, and we got the data we needed. We fought stormtroopers because as soon as they found out we were there, they came. Um, still standing. Um, oh, and they... Cause, oh, finally in Inverness, we um, got to hell. And then we said, okay, we're going to put a pause on this. We got to where we want to be. Uh, and now we're doing... Um, SJ um, from AIE is running a little adventure, so we switched DMs. And we're continu- and continuing on those adventures. It's a very different change of pace because... The regular Thursday campaign is very action heavy and SJ's is very character heavy. So it's kind of fun switching. So that's, that's, um, yeah, that's, that's my, uh, my, my, uh, my week in role play in rolling dice. Um, Working way too much. Speaking of which, does this look familiar? Oh, one second. Yes. Your daughter had it. Your furry daughter. (laughs) You mean the one that caused us Uh amounts of money? Yes. The one that ate the little stone. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So while we're not stealing stuff back from our cat, who's a rogue. Mew, what have you <laughs> been up to? I was say, Kenny is apparently up to a workout. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, mostly uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I, I'll start with the WoW stuff, though. We, we've... Uh, been doing a little bit of writing, but that's about it. Um, still, um, you know, maybe the 9.0.5 will spur something, hopefully. But uh, uh, we did have a promising uh, a night on Thursday with uh, H&H. Uh, we did finally uh, push through the first th- uh, three bosses again. We've kind of been in a, a state of, like, rebuilt. Um, and it's it's difficult to, to get new people in there just because, you know, no one else is typically up with it that late. And so it's it's kind of hard to find people, but we did uh, get a couple of, of new people. We shifted things around. Interestingly enough, some some tanks became healers, some healers became DPS, some DPS became healers. It's just it's it's all kind of all over the place. Trying to find you know a good uh, combination combination that everyone works with. Um, but uh, so yeah, we'll see how how that goes. Um, but in Final Fantasy fourteen, um, for those familiar with the the current what they call the Savage Raid tier, um, it's. Uh, what they call Eden 9, 10, 11, and 12. Uh, my, my team has done the first two bosses now, and so we're working on the third one. Uh, very challenging content. It's it's like uh, it's what I imagine like mythic WoW rating is, but even I was more ask, My understanding is it's very analogous. It's very similar to WoW mythic rating. Yes, um, except... Um, think of WoW Mythic rating, but you have to be standing on a certain pixel at times. Oh, like, like it's 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 very much a dance. Like if you watch what's going on, it's actually amazing the dance that the game has you doing. You have to be standing in certain places. Um, I'm playing a healer, so not only do I need to be standing somewhere, but I have to be like throwing out heals to everyone to make sure they're not dying as they stand in their places. Oh boy! Um, yeah. The, the the interesting thing, one of the big differences I've noticed between um, Final Fantasy and WoW is, you know, what happens if someone dies in a raid. In WoW, they have it limited. You can only do so many battle reses. In uh, Final Fantasy XIV, it's technically unlimited, but doing a ra- raise is punishing in many ways. Um, yep. <laughs> whoever raises you, uh, their 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 mana is essentially gone. Um, they're also not doing things during that time unless they've used a swift cast, but then they've also wasted their swift cast on you, so it can't be used for other things. And then the person that comes up is in a weakened state. Um, I think WoW used to do that, but they changed that a while back. Yeah, um, I believe long ago, back in the day, you used to just be able to cast Resurrect in mm-hmm. vanilla WoW. It just cost an unbelievable amount of mana in a full 10 seconds of you going, hold on, I got this. Hold it. Yeah. Exactly. Hold on. Yep, yep, yep. Uh-huh. That's from EverQuest. Pick you for mechanics. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And and then that person was weak for a while, couldn't really do much, and you kind of had to babysit them until the the debuff went away, and then they can kind of go full at it. And that's a, it's more or less what what Final Fantasy fourteen is doing. And only certain uh, classes can res. So you've got your your healers can res, of course, 
But then, like, you know, the red mage can can do, do a, a res, the summoners can do a res. So they kind of call the red mage a re res mage because they're the best at doing it. Uh, red mages, um, one of their sticks is that um, every second cast is instant, regardless of what the spell is. So the trick is, is you, you do a, a fast cast spell, and then you do it, then whatever you cast after, it's instant, regardless of what it was. So you do your fast cast first, and then your slow cast second. So yeah. same thing for reses. So you can basically just, you know, cast a fireball, res. Cast a fireball, res. <laughs> cast a fireball. Yep. Like, they're, they're, they're res mages. It's, it's kind of funny. But um, we don't have one of those in, in, in our Savage team. And we kind of wish we did. But at the same time, you also want someone that does lots of DPS. And yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing um, what all needs to happen in that. And it's, it's fascinating. Um, like, it elevates your, your skill level. Because then I go back into regular stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is easy. Yeah, like, it's like moving at slow speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like yeah, you, you've been a speedster, and all of a sudden now you're having to slow down. You're like, huh, this is <laughs> really slow. Okay, yeah. here. Okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's it's it's. I mean, it's uh, and it's not like a bragging thing. It's just weird. Like when you're, yeah, it's it's like working out. Like you've been working out and, and getting strong, and then doing regular tasks is like, whoa, okay, this is light <laughs> now. Yep, but. uh but yeah, that's that's pretty much been my focus. Um, other than that, the reason why things look differently for those looking at the video stream is that I, I had to get a, a new monitor. My old one was dying, fortunately, oh no. so I've had to shift things around a little bit. But hopefully, by next podcast, I'll have things in a better state, so it doesn't look so quite so crooked. But you can kind of see my my uh, Final Fantasy shrine in the corner now. Yep. So maybe that's a good thing. With my <laughs> male Moogle. But um, but yeah, that's that, I mean that, and of course I have the same uh, qualms with my governor because um, it's the same governor. Same governor. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know we're just uh, gonna hide in our house and, and play games. There you go. Good idea. Always a good idea. <laughs> so how about you, Tets? What you been up to? Um, well, WoW is pretty much in maintenance mode. Uh, as far as I've got four characters at sixty, they're all current and renowned. They'll all cap Renown on Tuesday, because uh, we're going to hit 40 for Renown on Tuesday. Um, so I've just been doing that. I got exalted with the uh, Stitch Yard, Stitch Masters, which is the Abomination Factory in um, in the Necrolord in Maldraxxus. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the the stuff we're going to discuss in 905 for the Necrolords, especially for the Protection Warrior, because it'll be useful again instead of being semi not Aww. useful. Um, <laughs> hey, I stuck with it. Is mediocre right now? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, every no, no. I, I'd like to be it. mediocre. I'm trying to get back to mediocre, <laughs> but. Um, the raid team, I was out with a headache on Wednesday. The raid team got Artificer down in three pulls. So nice job on that. So they're five of ten normal. Um, and then I have been doing mandatory fun nights in Star Wars on the pub side. Uh, finally got my item level up to 295. 306 is the cap. So I'm slowly getting there. Um, just kind of working on it a little bit at a time. Um, basically I get enough currency. I go to the fleet. I buy the lowest armor piece I have and hope it's an improvement. And then your score gradually goes up. Um, and then I'm current on final fantasy 14. Um, I'm just need the Boza. I think I'm ranked six right now. So I just need to get that capped out and open up all that stuff. Uh, at least to 10, you get to 10 yeah. and then you can get into the cast drum and do all that fun stuff. And, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. But we will be digging into more. Wow. Shortly, but first let's chunk through this week's news. AIE news. All right. And as always, we have mandatory fun nights. They'll be in the show notes. We're not going to go through them all because we have a ton of news, but they will always be in the podcast notes that we po we post. So, in streaming and guild podcast news, Sotor Escape Podcast 371, Bounty Contracts, 
It was supposed to be Bounty Contract Event Week this week, but it was bumped due to all the storm and everything in Austin. Um, regardless, it'll be coming back in the next few weeks, and they wanted to remind themselves of how complicated a profession it can be. Nice Mandalorian shout out there, Max. <laughs> and in Escape Podcast 372, Light of the Jedi Review, uh, they do the book club wrap-up for those that aren't following along. Uh, the High Republic is the new timeline that SOTOR is starting to focus on. They released a new series of books. There's an adult book. Uh, there's a 12+. plus. There's a... Five, uh, what is it? Seven to 12, six to 12, something like that. And then a young. So there's like four books that just came out for all age ranges. Um, and they review the book, um, in time for the kickoff. And I think if I'm not mistaken, March 4th, they also kicked off, um, Bad Bunch on Disney Plus, the new animated, uh, thing thought it was launching it's either was the fourth or the 14th i have to figure that out but yeah that's, yeah because yeah, right now wanda is the the big focus so i'd be surprised yeah. if they did that at the same time yeah so, All so right. uh, yeah, I, went, I had to go look it up real quick it looks like the novels come out in the levels are the adult novels the young right. adult novels middle grade and young reader is okay. how Perfect. labeled them all so they didn't really put uh, age numbers on there okay i was looking at amazon and it had age rangers on but Hey, if your kids read, just give them a book. They'll figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right. Oh. And in Working Class Nerds, uh, Working Class 98, Great Storm of the Nile. Uh, Marcus and Nick um, sit down with friend of the pod and fellow Twitch streamer slash podcaster, Kitty. They break down the full spoilers version of the first installment of Car- the Star Wars content set of the High Republic Error era, The Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. Enjoy. You can find more with uh, a kitty. Um, she's on Twitch. There's a link in the show notes. And over in Fleet Action Report news, we've got Fleet Action Report episode 33. What to do at max level. What is max level? I'm sure max level is max level. So. It's whatever level max is at. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <clears throat> uh, that episode is uh, what to do at max level. Nicodus and Grebog are back with another episode, this time trying to help you figure out what to do at max level. Yep. And in Nomad's news, there's a new game out. Shocking. How do we keep finding these new games? It's called Outriders. It is a looter shooter with a strong Gears of War, Destiny slash Mass Effect vibes. Developed by People Can Fly and published by Square Enix. The free demo went live on the 25th of February and will continue past launch, which launches on April 1st. No April Fool's. Uh, and it allows for about three hours of full gameplay until level seven and world tier five. Um, world tiers are basically like the in Diablo, how you set the um, your levels for like you know we're trying expert, master, and then you get into the the really hard stuff. Um, there's f- five levels to start with in. Um, Outriders. You can choose from four different classes, varying style of gameplay, and it will be full crossplay, PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Uh, it's a day one full accessible game, not a live service. Level cap is 40, world tier 15 for higher risk and reward, and the end game consists of 14 expeditions slash raids, with a special 15th unlocked once you clear them all. And there are a few AIE folks playing the demo. Shout out in the Outriders Discord chat for co-op play or questions you have. You can have up to eight people in a session. Um, and the, the four classes are basically a tank, uh, a rogue slash close-in fighter, uh, a mid-range, um, mid-range uh, pyromancer, and then the long-range healer slash gadget, which is the one I'm – the technomancer, which I'm having fun with. So. Interesting. And over in Destiny 2, uh, the Iron Banner has returned. Uh, also, International Women's Day, March 8th, which is tomorrow, uh, if you're listening live. Um, it is at History Month in March. Uh, Bungie is making a pin available on their merch uh, store that will also include a special emblem in-game with purchase. 
All proceeds are donated to anitab.org during March. Uh, and then we have this week in Bungie, there is a news article linked. Um, <clears throat> if you are curious to know more, uh, AIE has progressed through the Deep Stone Crypt and is currently working on the final boss in that. And I apologize, Mew. I put our names in the wrong order there. So <laughs> sorry about that confusion. Um, um, all right, Valheim. Uh, thanks to Saravardis. Mm-hmm. The AIE server has been up um, for about a week now. IP address and passwords are pinned to the Valheim channel in Discord. Uh, the team has set up a couple of bases with portal connections. The starting area has a portal directly to the main crafting base. From there, there's a portal to swap swap hunt lodge um a handful of other bases hunt hunts huts and mining operations are scattered as well and everyone is free to build more the rough map is also pilled to discord congrats the team for taking out both the first and second bosses so far each boss increases the difficulty of the game events um a bit but also opens up higher tiers of crafting to help progress the servers are limited to 10 concurrent players but any number can be popping in and out. We haven't had more than six on at peak, and there's still more still room to grow. The alpha base has a private room for eight people, and uh, they can make more as if needed. Um, and for those not familiar with what we're talking about, uh, Valheim is an indie survival building sandbox game that's gotten pretty popular. There's this very small dev team that has some plans for additional bosses, zones, weapons, etc., We'll keep an eye on it as it develops and let everyone know what is going on in that little world. Yeah, that one's been pretty interesting. And, and I've seen it like it's it's get, getting all of the people from Rust that are tired of just logging into a Rust <laughs> game and dying. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Because apparently PvP is optional to toggle that you choose to do, which I think is a great idea for those kinds of games. Yeah. And yeah. I've seen some interesting things, too. Like, apparently you can tame wolves in that game. Ooh. And... and I saw one uh, interesting clip where a guy tamed 50 wolves and just destroys things with 50 <laughs> wolves. As an army. Wow. So it just sounds very intriguing that you can tame that many wolves. You have your own wolf pack. Yeah, that is fabulous. Imagine feeding them is a problem or just let oh, them I'm sure. they destroy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the ultimate hunter game. Exactly. Right. Yeah. All right. In SOTOR news this week, we got a minor patch, 6.2.1, which gave us some UI improvement changes, a brief story beat, bug fixes, and, of course, some new bugs. Um, One of the nice things, if you were having trouble with the Mandalorian Flashpoint, this fixed it. It bumped the companion from a level one companion up to a level 25 companion. And so I was finally able to complete it. I, like kept getting destroyed by the final boss every time uh, in the previous iteration of it because my gear level wasn't that high, even with the the gear sink. So um, mandatory fun night, ops teams, and Friday night activities are purring along. In fact, the Friday the 12th is mega. Marcus is going to lead us on some guild PvP war zones and galactic starfighter. This is a unique opportunity to play around with PvP without stress and to learn some things about controlling your ship in GSF. We can set up the guild stronghold for PvP and play there, or even create a guild instance of a war zone. Even if you don't normally PvP, it's safe to attend. Honest. Well, unless you're Max. Pop into the Discord and say hi. And over in Final Fantasy XIV, uh, map nights every Saturday for loot, prizes, and much merriment, as I said earlier. Um, very low skill bar, but very high fun potential. Every Saturday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, bringing a map is never required, but greatly appreciated. And, and honestly, it's that's one of the best times in this game is map nights, because it's just, you just, as long as you've got some warm bodies and you can just, you know, berserk after things, and then crazy stuff happens, and it's all very colorful. And other fun stuff, uh, Bajia Front. Uh, beat up the Garlean Empire because they got it coming. A great leveling opportunity for anyone 71 to 80. Um, you have to be 71 for them to let you in. Um, uh, never stepped in there before. No worries, as this is a great chance to see what all the content is about. It's Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, usually. Um, also, a discussion is starting about restarting the Retro Raid Nights. Get those old raids and see stuff that you may not have have been able to clear on your own by the duty planner. Uh, 
they're in the planning and scheduling phases, but you need your help to make sure this event uh, can be available to as many as we can. Make your voices heard in the Final Fantasy XIV Discord channel. We also have a few new folks, returning folks, and all kinds of other folks focusing things. Uh, <laughs> this is awesome news, of course. Uh, please remember to reach out to the new and returning members. Also, for the new members, speak up, because we'd love to show you around the game, make some friends, and have great adventures along the way. Also, we get bonuses for dragging you through stuff. So that's why, why you might see we're really eager to uh, find new people. Let us love you. Yes. Um, there's also a few Final Fantasy-specific announcements and reminders. If you're one of the few lucky ones to get a PS5, uh, the PS5-specific version will be available April 13th. It is a free upgrade for um, those that ha- already have the PS4 version. Uh, the game plays today on the PS5, but it is the PS4 version that's just upscaling. Um, now, um, you can actually utilize the power of a PS5, which includes near-instant load zones. It's like uh, they wow. showed the demo. It's like they like they teleport it and it just like long enough for just to flash to black and then it's done like that's that past those those um nvme drives that are on the ps5 crazy um, <clears throat> which is funny because i have nvmes and mine doesn't do that so what are they doing <laughs> are they cheating yeah um, um also april 13th uh we have patch 5.5 it is the last part of the dark apocalypse 24-hour race series also known as near been a lot of great fun i'm very curious to see where they go. Um, <clears throat> we do have a small bit of information on the next expansion called Endwalker. Uh, details are limited now, but uh, for more information, at least during the uh, Digital Fan Fest online, May 15th, 16th, hopefully telling us what that other new class is, because they've told us about the Sage. Sage looks really interesting. It's basically they stole Star Wars and uh, are, are doing some uh, fun pew-pew shooty things. Nice. All right, and in ESO news, MFN lines have been well attended, and they've been spending time taking part in the current game events to earn event tickets. There have been several conversations recently regarding leveling and skills. It's free, free to ask questions or to join the conversation in Discord. There's normally at least one death, <laughs> well, <laughs> caused by gravity due to the birthday girl leading people off cliffs. Again, Kenny's birthday is tomorrow. Please shower her with gifts and praise uh, via Twitter and Discord. <laughs> She's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, the first DLC. Given proof, she tends to do that anyways. Yes. She does. She oh, she kills herself, though. Oddly. Yeah. She falls off cliffs. She's kind of infamous for it. Uh, the first DLC of uh, for Gates of Oblivion year-long event comes out on March 8th. Oh, hey. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. On PC and March 16th on console. There'll be two new dungeons as part of the DLC. As usual, the first MFN after the raid will be spent exploring the dungeon together <laughs> lost my place because that happens um <laughs> update 29 comes out on march i just read that oh no i did not no. update 29 also comes out on march 8th on pc and march 16th on consoles for which overhaul the champion for which there's an overhaul of the champion point system as part of this overhaul there'll be a force reset of skill points and champion points Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, there will be a free pre- pet. Ooh, there we go to the crown store to claim. And for two weeks after the force reset, all respects are will be free, so you can try new builds, make adjustments, and get used to the new system. That is delightful. Yep. On March seventeenth, there's a bonus. The bonus mountain pet you get for pre-ordering the next chapter, Blackwood, will no longer be offered, and Blackwood is still scheduled to come out in June. And in STO news, STO started the year-long campaign giving you a single free ship from the lockbox system. Wow. 1,500 low-buy, three-fee ships if you want to, if you wait for a 50% sale in the low-buy store, or two free C-Store Tier 6 ship tokens. The first event is working towards is the Voth Advance, where running one of the two TFOs will give you credit, and after 14 daily complete competing Yes, 14 daily competing Molar's Flaming Sword. As for the fleet, we're still making great progress on the Federation side, closing in on finishing the K-13 space station, and the colony is nearing the Kentari Bridge Officers Unlock. On the Klingon Defense Force side, 
they're making strides at pushing up the dilithium mine and unlocking the discounts to all the costs of the fleet projects. And a little blurb for Guild Wars 2, uh, Dungeons and More Night is still happening on March 12th at 9, 9, I'm guessing that's 9 Eastern and 8 Central? Yes. 9, 8 Central sounds really. <laughs> um, and, oh, oh you going to do that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot it. Evidently, I forgot to put my name on there like a dork. In Lotro, uh, during SNL, they ran skirmishes to get people some levels. Next weekend is the plus 25% bonus, XP bonus. They'll be looking to, um, once again, help people with leveling tunes. March 18th to April 7th is Return of the Spring Festival. So they're uh, looking to get lost in the maze again. Uh, we expect within two weeks we'll have a producer's letter and update 29. So pay attention to that Lotro channel or to hear. We'll let you know as we hear more. Exactly. And with that, let's get back to Sai and G and find out what's going on in World of Warcraft. Sai, <laughs> tell us all about on? it. No? Yes, yeah, Sai, we're the, we hear you're the expert. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Or, uh, or this was me writing show notes in half hour before the <laughs> podcast, <laughs> and I mean You're me, fine. I mean Jagor, because I didn't do no. What <laughs> are the great truths about Sai? She's a very good leader. She's very good at delegating. She's great. Right. Right. Identify the task and make sure that it gets done. Yes, that's right. That, that's what made me a good cat herder for uh, yes. the craft fair and stuff. I delegated. You, exactly. you do this, you do that. I just stand here and look good. I do have a question for you though. I, I know Jude's going to do most of this. Tell us about this fabulous shirt you're wearing. Oh, so this is a great shirt. And uh, I don't know if you could tell. It has our guild community name on it with our little logo. Uh, a few of us seem to be wearing them. A couple of us apparently didn't get the memo. <laughs> memo. <laughs> Or the uh, shirt. <laughs> um, we did have no, a winter actually, storm. So yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that. one of our, one of our officers... Uh, updated our shirts and logos for the gaming community and uh she put up a small test run batch for officers as you can see some of us got a few of them and uh it went over pretty well so it looks like they might be setting up a website so that the greater community can actually order shirts if you want to uh, I know they were testing it earlier I don't know if the website's actually nope, live not yet yet not Testing yet. is ongoing. Just watch, yeah, ongoing Discord. Yeah, but uh, yeah, soon TM, you can get your own lovely swag for AIE and sport a, a shirt and join us out. But um, yeah, it's a, actually it's a really nice shirt too. That's great. Um, and uh, Fez wants to give a shout out along with all the rest of us to happy anniversary for AIE on the Alliance side. We are over 850 characters That's in that impressive. Guild. So, yeah. yeah, pretty impressive. You might be Alliance scum, but you're family. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's Love a tagline. Alliance scum. <laughs> uh, I don't know, right. G, what's happening with the latest patch? Well... We got back at you. (laughs) I'm sure everyone here is fully versed on everything that happened at BlizzCon, right? But yeah, (laughs) 905 comes out in 48 hours. Um, Blizzard, in traditional Blizzard fashion, said it's coming out soon. And they said, and by soon, we mean in a week and a half. Um, (laughs) It's it's either soon TM or... Yeah, we actually mean soon. Um, I could go over all the changes. It's a list as long as my arm. But what it really boils down to at the end is... This is what Blizzard is calling a systems patch, where it's um, they're taking so much feedback from from players and the community and esports professionals and schlubs like us, and they're making changes that we actually want to see, which is very much their opposite philosophy of what they yeah. have in BFA. Um, so a lot of what's happening, again, without getting into numbers, because I don't want to put everyone to sleep, mostly what's happening is they're buffing things that are underperforming. So mm-hmm. if you like, if you see that legendary and you're like, oh, that sounds really cool, then you go look it up on icy veins and like, oh, it's garbage, never use it. Chances <laughs> yeah. are it probably got buffed. Um, if someone says, no, you don't want to take that covenant on that class, it's terrible. Chances are it probably just got buffed. Um, so tons and tons of changes. A uh, big one for people like me that do a lot of Mythic Plus five mans. Uh, Valor points are back. Yay! A little different from in the past. Yay. But uh, <laughs> again, without going into numbers, you get a certain number of Valor points for clearing a dungeon. 
You can use that to upgrade gear that drops from the dungeon. You can get higher item levels based on if you've cleared all of the dungeons in plus 5, plus 10, and plus 15. Um, You gotta earn it. You gotta earn it. So it's almost free gear, but not quite. Um, And just like they did uh, when they made corruption purchasable, it's only usable on gear that drops after the patch. Yeah. Um, So apparently there's some behind-the-scenes system that prevents that from working. Uh, We all voted for it. Well, at least the majority of people voted for it. We're getting our ancient (laughs) tree mount. Uh, Which rest is amazing. in peace. What were the other options? A slug, cat, caterpillar. Yeah, um, I think I think I voted for the cat. I don't think I voted for the tree. Yeah. Mine won because I voted for the wandering agent. <laughs> I have yeah, the I mean, pet. I started I out as a night elf hunter, so I've always wanted a wandering ancient mount. So you know, but yeah, uh, apparently all you have to do is log in, and it will be there available as a gift in your account, so long as you are uh, up to date with Shadowlands. There's awesome. been a bunch of bunch of PvP changes. I will not go into them right now. It's a bunch of numbers. Basically, they're making the Epic Battlegrounds a little more palatable. Um, basically, you always won if you were defending Wintergrasp. They're making it a little more competitive. They're also making it shorter. Thank goodness. Um, yep. It's now about 10 minutes shorter. Uh, changes to the Great Vault. Basically making loot from the raid a little bit better before they have a completely different paradigm of how they're going to be doing the Vault in 9.1. Um Basically, the vault kind of incentivizes you to clear the raid every week, whether you actually need gear from things or not. Uh, they're kind of just lowering the requirements per boss. That's welcome. Because, so, yeah, yeah. There's been so Lots many times where, like, we're like, oh, let's just get this thing down. Yeah, we know we won't get any gear from the boss, but let's just get it down because then we'll get something in the vault. And that's always been a weird thing. Just to unlock the vault, something I swear the vault. the vault hates me. Like, the first time we went into a raid, I got the belt, and then that week for the vault, I got the belt, and then the following yeah. week for the vault, I got the belt, and it was like, <laughs> seriously, here, let me just keep DEing this loot, because I can't use it. Oh, you can DE it? Wow. That sounds like an upgrade. <laughs> well, I can DE it, because my I made my warlock an enchanter, but mm, yeah. otherwise it would have been vendor, vendor, vendor. Made that joke or... with Lily literally just the other night. Where he's like, oh yeah, I got my piece of gear out of the vault. It was a shard. Yeah. <laughs> or for me, Stygia. <laughs> Come on, just ten uh, weeks of Stygia, Stygia, and you can unlock a socket. The only Ooh. real cool thing is, is that it gives me an item so I don't waste it if I die in the mall if I ever go there again, because I haven't been there in a while. Yeah. I did get excited. I, as, as little as I've actually been playing the game, I finally got exalted with my own covenant for Maldraxxus. And I got I bought the mount. I was like, yeah, I got a new mount that I will never use never because use. it looks horrible. <laughs> but I got a new mount. <laughs> yes. Number plus one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, um, updates, and... AIE rating. I know G mentioned it earlier, but congratulations to Better Late Than Never, who got ahead of the curve, which is, uh, yes. for nice. those that don't know and WoW, is they got all of the bosses down on heroic mode, including the final boss. So, good job. On to Mythic! Uh, <laughs> yeah! No, <laughs> definitely not. That is something that was discussed, and everyone shot it down. Because, <laughs> like, you shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kitty Aggro ha- is nine of ten bosses on Heroic, along with Last Stand. Um, if Pepper I recall, Jack... Last Stand is raiding right now. I believe Last Stand is actually fighting Sire this second. Ooh, oh, maybe they'll get him down before the end of the thing. Uh, Pepper Jack is seven on Heroic. Wit is four. Filthy and uh, H&H are three. Um... Behind the curve is 10 normal. DOA and HFO are both 9 of 10 on normal. So huge shout out, by the way. Huge shout out to HFO because the Alliance raid team basically takes everybody almost like a um, new braid on mm-hmm. Friday nights. And uh, they are 9 of 10 on normal right now. That so that awesome. is fantastic. Yeah. Um, Furt is five and new raid is at three. So we have a lot of raid teams in WoW that are actively raiding both normal and heroic. So if you're interested in raiding, join Discord. There's two raid channels, one for raid recruitment and one for raid in general. That uh, is where most of the teams post uh, boss kills and stuff like that. So if you're looking for a raid team in WoW, make sure you definitely check out those channels. And post up your availability. Some teams might still be accepting people like us. Because we are always basically taking people. 
Yep. If, if you're a late night degenerate like I am, we always need more people in H and H. And the, yeah, they raid raid uh, raid teams at WoW raid all the time. Oh, we yeah. have raid teams that raid during the middle of the day, middle of the day, of the weekend. Uh, you know, West Coast evening hours, East Coast evening hours. So there's definitely raid teams out there that'll fit your schedule. So definitely check it out. And of course, in addition to schedule, there's teams of of different hardcoreness. I guess is the best way of saying it. Yeah, there yeah. are people yeah. pushing right ahead of their curve, and there are people oh, that. Really? Um, I know for a fact, Filthy Casuals, I raid with them on Wednesday. They've made it very clear. Hey, everything that we do in Hero is just icing on the cake. We did what we wanted. We cleared Norm. Yeah. Now we're here to goof and have fun. Yeah. Have fun of a raid team. Raid teams are not uh, ran by officers, even though there's a lot of officers on different raid teams. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anybody in AIE can start any raid team and recruit members from AIE. Um. You can start your own raid team if you can't find one that suits your playstyle or uh, playtime. So don't be afraid to post something up and and start a new one if you need to. It doesn't even have to be a raid team. It could be I know PvP is Mythic real plus. big right now. Mm-hmm. Mythic, Mythic plus, plus teams team. are our thing. Yeah, there's a, um, there are a few people floating out there trying to put together a raided battleground team, a regular group of ten people to go do RBGs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that one shakes out. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you get the best gear right now, apparently, is Rated Battlegrounds. Yes. <laughs> uh, I will never do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, I was listening to one of the podcasts I listened to, and the Mythic rating teams were basically running Mythic Plus's PV- rated PvP and basically trying to fill out the Guild Vault, all the boxes in the Guild Vault, and just get gear, honor gear, wherever they could get it from to supplement what they were doing, just to because gear was so in demand. So. Yeah, yeah. the uh, The goal for a lot of teams like that is to basically get nine options for two twenty six gear yeah. in the Great Vault um, to maximize your chance that you're pulling something every week. Because um, mm-hmm. at this point, there's a lot of mythic raiders that are two twenty six in every slot, except for maybe one or two, and they're just trying to yeah trying to fill out those Not last out. few. Exactly. Hey, that's not size. me though. <laughs> so, yeah, it's exactly the boat team. size in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah totally. No, what? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sai, if a raid team wants to store their food somewhere where they can get at it for raid nights, where do they do that? Oh, this is fantastic. So, we started a raid team guild vault program a few years ago now, I think it is. And basically, as a guild, what we've done is we have taken the last bank tab of each co-guild, and they are available for raid team use. So uh, my raid team DOA is in Libertas. So the very last bank tab in Libertas is strictly for our raiders. So all of our raid team is in Libertas, and they get a special guild rank that marks them as being part of the raid team. And then only the raid team, and of course officers, because, you know, we're officers, but um, only the raid team can access that guild bank. So you can put your um, enchanting supplies, you can put your flasks in there, you can put um, fish and food and feasts. Um, We use ours um, for, like, upgrades for legendaries. We have a couple people who are putting tokens in there, so the raid team can pull them out to upgrade legendaries. Um, and different stuff like that. And all it takes is for the raid leaders to contact the officers and say, hey, we would like to have one of those guild banks. Um, and then we can let you know what co-guilds are available. We still have some available on the Horde side. And we can get it all set up and get everybody moved over and everything else. And it, what makes it super convenient is is it lets you be an AIE and in Greenwall and get to talk to everybody. But if you need to pull out more materials because you run out of flasks in the middle of the raid, all it takes is one person to drop the mobile banking in the guild chest and you can pull the materials right out of the vault. <laughs> so um, it's super convenient. Um, I know a lot of people uh, kind of complain that there's not a lot of space in there, but when you're trying to go on the fly and you're just storing the important materials, I mean, you can make it work. I, we've been using it for a while, and so it was a bunch of other teams. So yep, if you're interested, contact us officers, ping us in Discord, and we'll get it all set up. Definitely some available still. I think we have four open right now. I, I thought four it was three. three. Might be three. 
Yeah, yeah. I thought it just... was three for some reason. Yeah, but... well, I think because it was four and then we turned one. one. Yeah. Yep. I think we recycled one um, from other something. I don't remember. I think there's three, though. But there is still some available. So um, any of you raid teams out there who would like to make use of that, let us know. Awesome. As big as the Alliance side is getting, they may need a second uh, guild before too long. <laughs> they keep <Yeah>. growing. <laughs> or we may just need I know. Well, <laughs> the, the, thing, the thing with the Alliance side is we do have a lot of numbers, but we have also never purged that guild like we used to purge. Okay. Um, but I think I went through and counted it one day, and if I went down to like six-month purges, there really wasn't an astronomical number that had to be purged. That's yeah. impressive. Um, so I, I don't think it would take us down. I mean, we're still, there's still quite a few people in that guild. So that might have to be a topic of conversation in the next couple of months is deciding if we want to go with the second guild route yeah. over there. Yeah. And that leaves room for a second rate team. Exactly. Well, I mean, you can have as many rate teams as you want. Sure. Just yeah. not uh, using these, the these <laughs> Leave a tab for a second raid team. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Guild support of. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> Very cool. All right. And Sai, I'm hearing very faint rumors that the gears are starting to talk for Summer of Love. Uh, yes. Very faint. Like faint <laughs> in the distance. It's like ghostly whispers. It's over there. It's, it's slowly, slowly coming over the mountain. Yep. Uh, Summer Love is always in uh, August, first week of August, um, coincides with Remembrance Day um, and everything else that we do. Both weddings, you gotta count both of them. Yeah, yep. uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so very, very faint, very faint rumblings. But uh, if you have ideas for events, or if you want to run an event, if you just want to help, um, this is a huge event, not just in WoW. I know we're here to talk about WoW, but this event spans across the entire community. It's a whole week long of activities happening every single day across all the games that we're in. And it takes a lot of people to put yeah. on. It's it's like a... like Think of uh, the weekend we just had with the virtual BlizzCon with AIE, like an AIE con, and then multiply that by like from three days to like seven days, and then you kind of get an idea of Summer of Love. There's yep. just so much going on. So and if one you... event that takes place at the same time in all games, you know? Exactly. <laughs> right. Then you have multiple. <laughs> yeah. So if you at all want to help, if you've done Summer of Love before, if you've attended any of the events in any of the games, just speak up, let us know, talk to any of the officers in the game that you're in, and just say, hey, I want to help out, I want to do this, I want to do that. There's just so much that goes on to put on this event, and we try to plan stuff out early enough so that we have a schedule of events, so we can get information out there, so it's it's early in the rumblings, but the more people we can get in advance helping out and volunteering, the more the more stuff we can do for you guys, and the more things we can bring to you. Um, event-wise, so I don't know. Maybe we'll do a. You know what? We haven't done in a long time. We haven't done a running of the beef in a while. Oh, there That's you true. go. I might yep. have to put one of those together and see where we're at on the list of races. Ooh, Volpera. We should do a Volpera oh, running no. of the beef. There oh, you yes. go. Oh yes. Oh yes. I'm. That's it. I'm doing it. Awesome. You've heard it now. First time. There we go. Volpera okay. running of the beef. Show announcement. <laughs> Exactly. Running of the beef, summer of love, exactly. boxes for life. Yep. <laughs> so it's a box hunt? Not really. That's why. I, that's why my shaman or my Vulpira is a shaman. So I just, you know, I go from fox to wolf and just back and forth. There you go. So besides, it's adorable, I, I made my Vulpira a warlock because yeah. my demon's like three times as tall as I. Right. Am. Yeah. It's adorable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. I, well, is there anything else for WoW in AIE? Um, I can't think. G, do you have anything? No, that's that's nine oh five is the big one right now. Go yep. finish up your plus fifteens if you're pushing that, or your plus tens for keys if you want to get your achievements. They do go away with nine one. Push yep. for ahead of the curve if you want it. It goes away with nine one, but no official date on it. Soon. Awesome. 
hopefully another week and a half soon. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, that is our show for tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting more show t- show titles, <laughs> we want to thank G and Sai for joining us. Thank you guys very much, honestly. It's Thank great you. to have you guys on to talk about WoW. <laughs> I know, Sai, we had you on for, for other stuff, but it's nice to just talk about WoW. All right. And don't I, forget... You know, I mean... <laughs> it happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and don't forget, uh, after the show, we are not doing the podcast stream anymore. we got to change that template, but... Yes. Uh, let's see. Is Dent running? Nope, they are not in STO. But uh, feel free to hang out in Discord, take a look, and see where everyone is playing, and uh, have fun in AIE. Sai, G, if we want to get a hold of you outside Discord, are you guys on Twitter or where can we find you? I am technically um, on Twitter, but I don't think I've fired up that thing in months. <laughs> <laughs> Generally speaking, if you shoot me a message in Discord, I will see it. Awesome. There eventually. He'll see it eventually. <laughs> you may get a reply like 24 to 48 hours later. <laughs> Have you seen my Discord? Have you seen my friends list? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know who I am. Discord is a great place. If you ever want to see me in game, come find me uh, every Saturday night running New Braid with Kenny. Awesome. awesome. And if you don't think that we're not going to get all of New Braid to sing Happy Birthday simultaneously, you are sorely mistaken. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, G. I appreciate that. (laughs) It is going to be a cacophony. (laughs) Yup. Nothing can be worse than hearing a a Furt birthday party. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, Discord distorts it so bad. At least Mumble and um, the other things we were using... TeamSpeak didn't distort, but like Discord, you get a bunch of people singing, especially as Murlocs. Like as we Murlocs? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Distortion level <laughs> off the chart. Yeah, it's not cute. All right. Um, <laughs> Is that well, anything? I'm on Twitter occasionally, yeah. not very often. Uh, Cyrene AIE is where you can find me, but uh, same as G, you're more likely to find me in Discord. Just ping me. Uh, my name is Cyrene. You can't really miss it. Although, uh, Tessemi has a tendency to misspell it because he always forgets the second Y. I do. I swear every time there's show notes, I have to go back through and respell my name. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can find me on t- uh, Discord, it's a little bit easier to get a hold of me. So. Awesome. All right. If you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. Follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the MewCow. And Kala is at CyberWaif. And Ted Semi is at Ivory Tiger. Record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Join us in the chat room. And, uh, Play along with us at our website, which is ae-guild.org slash podcast-live-stream. And our Discord server for chat is at aie-guild.info slash discord. Also, for past episodes, you can see them on our YouTube channel, which is youtube slash c slash the AIE podcast. Uh, our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website at andrewallenmusic.com. And now it's time to play all the great AIE member sucks to receive this week. Well, no segments, but you guys know the drill. If you want you to try try your hand at creating one, send it up to the AIE podcast email. We absolutely love guilty-driven content, and we want to see what you can make. And it could be any game, not WoW. It could yes. be Final Fantasy. It could be the new hotness. It can be, you know, Valheim. You've created something crazy. You know, yep. it's whatever you want. All right. Next time, we'll be talking to Max and Seema about AIE and SOTOR. So until then, AIE, this is Tetsemi. This is Mucal. This is Makala. And this has been the AIE podcast.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>